Star Wars 7x7, episode 674. We're continuing our look behind the scenes of The Force Awakens with the Crafting Creatures documentary short. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and it's Mother's Day here in the United States and possibly other countries as well. (laughs) And I just want to give a quick shout out to my own mother and say Happy Mother's Day Rose. She is, of course, the person who kicked butt in Star Wars trivia back in November when we were out in California visiting her and other folks as well. And also I'd like to say Happy Mother's Day to Brainstormer Lonnie, who is the mother, of course, of Quizmaster Joe and scorekeeper Declan on the show. She is an absolute joy. And she's actually been on the podcast, come to think of it, back in September of 2014. And I think she was even on a bonus episode. She's been on a couple of Periscope uh, live video broadcasts, too. But that being said, they are both wonderful women. And I hope you have a chance to wish the mother or mothers in your life a happy Mother's Day as well. All right, let's talk about crafting creatures. So this is one of the uh, the longer ones comparatively. It's nine minutes and change, and they, according to Neil Scanlon, who is the uh, let me get the title right, the creature and droid FX creative supervisor. What an awesome job! And he has been a terrific ambassador for the Star Wars franchise and for the Force Awakens. He's done a lot of interviews, both video and um, text interviews as well, and he's fantastic. So you know, good on you, Neil. And he says that they are up to somewhere around 105 different creatures that they created for The Force Awakens, which is absolutely awesome. And it seems that they were doing uh, bits of backstory as well for these creatures. So that is also really fascinating. And I, I don't think the Visual Dictionary can get into all of this stuff. So I wonder if we're going to get a you know full character encyclopedia if we don't already. I don't know if it's come across my radar, but a whole Force Awakens character encyclopedia, that would be fantastic. So this is a very fun look inside the creature effects thing. And they show you a lot of great details with the puppeteers who are doing things. They show you details of the animatronics and how those are controlled. So, I mean, you get to see the sets and you get to see how, like, the puppeteers and the controllers were actually integrated into the sets as the cameras are rolling through. And, yeah, it's just, it's amazing where they, like, stuff people, basically, that you don't even realize. There's also a brief interview with Warwick Davis, who, of course, is probably most famously known for being Wicked the Ewok, and he's in there in one of the creatures, and his daughter is also in one of the creature costumes inside Maz Kanata's castle. So, that's a fantastic thing, and they talk about the family nature of the Star Wars franchise, and that's about as good an example as you could have of that. I think out of all the things that they showed, and honestly, you know, this is another one... (laughs) They could have shown me more. I wanted to know more about Grumgar, the giant guy that was hanging out. And, yeah, unfortunately, like, they showed him in shots and they showed his animatronics moving, but didn't get anything about who was operating him, unfortunately. I would have liked to see how that was done. But that being said, the gentleman named Mike Quinn, who does Nine Numb in The Force Awakens, and also did him in Return of the Jedi as well. Like, there was a brief interview with him, and he talked about the fact that in Return of the Jedi, he's just sitting there, and you know what? When you think about it, you you remember, like, he's just seen pretty much in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. I mean, I think you see him on Endor as well, but it's, you know, very brief, and it's, you know, from, you know, it's it's one quick shot. But 
he's just um, he's just a hand puppet, basically, inside Return of the Jedi. Like Mike Quinn says that he was just a head that <laughs> Mike had his hand like jammed into and was operating. But that it's an upgrade for The Force Awakens, which is really awesome. Like he's in the full flight suit and it's an animatronic head in there as well. Or I guess what I mean to say is that it's Mike Quinn's head inside an animatronic helmet. And Warwick Davis even shows the inside of what one of these helmets looks like. And and he's right in saying that it's basically a work of art. And the other thing that was very cool was they talk a lot about the Chewbacca suit and creating the mask and all this stuff. But one of the most amazing things that I don't think I've ever heard in nearly 40 years of Star Wars stuff is that, you know, we hear all about Stuart Freeborn and how awesome he was, and not to take away anything from him at all, but they mentioned that it was his wife, Kay Freeborn, who actually did the Chewbacca suit and that she knitted it by hand. And I've never heard Kay Freeborn's name mentioned in any Star Wars stuff at all, but to think that she knitted that Chewbacca suit by hand, and that's what they decided to do for The Force Awakens because they realized that that was not just a you know, a, a cost solution or, you know, an ease solution. Like, it was actually the best solution in terms of what it would look like on screen. So they knitted their own Chewbacca costumes, which then, of course, got worn out rather quickly because so many people wanted to hug Chewbacca on set. So anyway, another fun little mini documentary from The Force Awakens home video release. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com/sw7x7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you: audibletrial.com/sw7x7. All right, before we get into trivia, I just want to let you know, yes, yes, we know today is normally the day that we do updates on Star Wars Episode Eight and Rogue One. That's going to be coming at you tomorrow, and our Clone Wars briefing will be moved to later in the week. All right, let's do that trivia question, shall we? This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Last time we asked you the first line of dialogue spoken in Return of the Jedi, I got it wrong, actually. I thought it was going to be C-3PO walking to Jabba's palace, but I forgot it's command station. This is ST-321, code clearance blue. That's a shuttle captain flying toward the Death Star with Darth Vader. Today's question, surprise, surprise, what's the last line of dialogue in Return of the Jedi? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fire at will, Commander, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just fully armed and operational, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.